BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. back to the hollow sky podcast we're your host steven and kyle and thanks for tuning in with us today thanks for taking the time to check us out see what weird shit bringing today thanks for telling all your friends you guys have been doing dope spreading the word you guys have been probably doing more work than we have yeah dog makes it easy awesome. Us. it's awesome yeah we definitely appreciate all the uh word of mouth grass roots type movement you guys are putting out there spreading uh the podcast around it's freaking dope spreading the weird seed around yeah sowing our wild oats our weird oats anyway back to the business um i'm bringing a weird fucking rabbit hole i dove down i shared a little bit of it on the social medias uh, a couple weeks ago, we're just getting around to it today about some flyer I found. Flyer, not a flower. Flyer I found. I like flowers. And we're going to go down that rabbit hole. But first, the business. Check us out at all our social medias Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Come on over, hang out with us, share weird stories, share memes and shit. Um, shout out to all of our listeners on YouTube. I know we don't spend as much time over there as we should, but we're trying to stay interact interactive with you guys. So leave us comments and ratings over there as well. Just, you know, do it to it. Yeah, and we're trying to get cameras and all that shit so you guys can actually see us. Not that that will make things that much more interesting for you because it won't. It'll be a letdown. We have faces for podcasting. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, If you have a weird experience you would like featured on the show, Kyle's going to 
get to it and let you know how to do it. Yeah. You can uh, record yourself on your little voice memo apps on your smartphones. If you don't have a smartphone, um, it's possible you're living under a rock. But hell yeah, sometimes smartphones are just more of a hassle than what they're worth. I can also understand the freedom. So if you have the ability to email us, you can email your story to hollisguypodcast at gmail.com. Shoot that over and we'll talk about your story. It's about the only ways to get a hold of us now. Either record yourself with whatever you can to record yourself. If need be, you got a VHS tape. Record yourself. <laughs> pop it in the mail. Hit Steve up. He'll give you his address. He's not afraid. It's already on the internet. Send it over it to out us. There. Send it over to us and we'll watch it and talk about it. I don't even know if I have a VCR that works. Fuck oh, I, I could I could find one. This is yeah. what pawn shops are for. Yeah, speaking of which, um, I did put our shipping address out there. If you guys have any kind of weird shit you'd like to send to us, uh, we will, once we get our cameras and shit, we gladly do uh, mail day unboxings and shit. That would be sweet. If you've got like a cryptid in your area that's got a bunch of like cool swag you want to share, you can send us some fucking dope shit. Or if you've got a cursed doll you want to send to us or something or a dibbick box See, Kyle says no I say yes I won't open it in my house but precautions must be made See I was thinking more like if you guys are into like them them power crystals and shit oh, send yeah. me a power crystal so send I can protect Kyle myself Send Kyle a power ranger and uh, send me a dibbick box a crystal. <laughs> But yeah it's out there just check out uh, I'm pretty sure it's on Facebook and Twitter just If not just it. ask Yeah message us Send us cool shit. We'll open it up on video. Hell yeah. It'll be dope. Um, Yeah, back to the podcast. Speaking of podcasts, if you listen to us on Apple or iTunes and you want to leave us a five-star rating and review, it helps us out tremendously. Helps us uh, become more easily seen in the world of podcasts. So it's something that's easy to do, but we appreciate it. Uh, just hop on over there and leave us a dope-ass rating. Today's dope-ass rating comes from our friend Edgar. It says, great podcast, five stars. My brother got me hooked, and I can't stop listening as I work all day. Man, that last part of that sentence hit me right in the soul. For sure. Feel that. Working Absolutely. all day. I hope that we can bring you some solace in the midst of your long-ass work day, Edgar. And thanks for taking the time to shout us out and leave us that kind review. Um, I hope that we just kind of make your work day pass a little quicker got another challenge for everybody oh yeah Just Kyle's gonna challenge it. the shit out of you guys we hear a lot of people that tell us exactly what uh, Edgar just told us we help him get through the day etc cetera, etc cetera. so what do you guys do for a living hit us up tell yeah. us what you do yeah. I am a line clearance tree trimmer I trim I basically help keep your power on we're just the unglorified stepchild so <laughs> you know it is what it is He's the one that's got to fix stuff before they can fix stuff. Yeah. Um, I work in the energy field. Uh, basically just a coal miner, but without being in the mine. Dope. So it's a dirty job, but somebody's got to do it. Right, exactly. That's dope. Oh, where we at? Yeah. Back to our listener experience of the day. It's not... Uh, it's a response to an experience. So I'm going to read this to you guys. It is from our friend Tyler, who talked about his experiences with the Mormon church and such, so he got back to us. 
It says, long overdue, long overdue response. Hey, guys, I sent you a sleep paralysis experience back in February, I believe. I loved hearing you share it on your show. Thanks for that. I've been busy with the craziness of 2020 and meaning to respond, but just haven't got around to it. It's been a while since I listened to the episode of you sharing my experience, so I'm just going off a of mem- memory. I remember you guys asked if I had maybe done anything to piss off the Navajos in my area as a missionary. I can think of plenty of times they could have put a curse on me if that's a real thing. If you know anything about Mormonism, a fundamental teaching of the church is claiming to know the true history of all Native Americans and that they are actually ancient Jews from 600 BC. It's a whole crazy thing and kind of racist if you get into it. My point is, I'm sure Navajos got sick of white guys knocking on the doors claiming to know their true history, so I wouldn't blame them for sending dark entities after me. You guys mentioned one thing that has been in my mind since you shared my experience, and it's bugged me for months. You ask if once I stop being a Mormon, if the demons or whatever they are stop visiting me. You mentioned that perhaps shadow people or demons wanted me to leave my religion or lose faith, and that was their mission. The hooded evil ones have stopped visiting me, and it's been years since I've had an intense, that intense of an encounter. I did see a child peering over my bed a few months ago, which was scary, but nothing like the hooded figures. So in a way, I guess I could say that yes, the visitations have lightened up since I left my previous faith. But some of that has also been due to me doing research into scientific explanations behind sleep paralysis, which has made me less anxious. I could also argue if your theory was correct, these were demons that wanted me to leave my faith, and I don't know what I could make of that. Oh, hang on. Screwed that up. Rewind, I could also argue that the visions were due to sleep deprivations, which most Mormon missionaries suffer from because they work them so hard. If your theory was correct that these were demons that wanted me to leave my faith, then I don't know what I could, or what to make of that. Wouldn't that mean Mormonism is actually true if there are demons trying to stop it or pull people away from it? What else could be the motive of a dark entity to get people to leave their faith? By the way, people uh, or many faiths experience similar paralysis and visions, so I'm not sure if it's religion-specific. Either way, that comment you made has stuck with me. I'm really curious to hear if you have more comments on that particular part of the subject or any part of the subject. Thanks for the great content you guys put out. Definitely helping me through this shitty year. Y'all rock. Stay weird. Tyler. All right. Sorry for screwing that up, but hope I backtracked and kind of cleared it up. Um, I do remember this story, and I remember specifically talking about maybe they were trying to drive you from your faith. It sounds like... Um, I don't know this for sure, but like your your life is kind of lightened up, I guess, since you left the religion because it kind of sounds like it was pretty chaotic there for a while. Um, but you did bring a good point. If, if they are demons and they're driving you from faith, perhaps the faith is true, or maybe they're just trying to drive you away from any type of faith on the flip side of this. They could have been, uh, non-malicious entities trying to drive you away from the anxiety that, uh, that said faith was putting on you. You know what I mean? Just trying to like lighten the load, I guess, whether it be, you know, maybe they had to scare you to a certain point to get you to like step back and look at your beliefs and such. I don't know. I see it from a little different perspective here on, on a couple different levels. I'll, I'll get into how you talked about it possibly being uh, sleep paralysis and being deprived of sleep and basically being on the grind 24-7 with your your faith. Now, 
if you wanted to look at it from that route, so to speak, maybe in a way your that those hooded figures were your subconscious. And it was kind of what, you know, tying into what Steve said. Maybe it was scaring you. It was basically your subconscious way of being like, dude, you need to you need to stop this shit. You need to stop depriving yourself so much because now your body is in chaos. Or you ask uh, about the why would they want to drive you away from your religion? And something I thought of was that if if they're able to drive you from your religion, maybe I'm not saying particularly in your case or every case, but maybe driving one from a religion a weakens their weakens them spiritually, or it kind of it kind of makes you a free agent, so to speak. If that makes sense, it makes it to where okay, well maybe now we can start to influence this person and kind of bring him to the the quote unquote dark side. If that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. But you think they would become more of a part of his life if yeah. they were trying to get in on it? You right. Know? Yeah. Absolutely. Or maybe it's just like, yeah, I kind of, kind of deriving by what you said as a free agent. Maybe it's just being free. You know what I mean? Maybe like it just cut you. You cut all those ties that were holding you to Mormonism, and essentially just wearing down on your being like kyle said once they helped you sever those to better yourself they're like oh my job's done time to take off yeah i mean but then i don't know it just keeps like the doors just keep opening yeah. the more we talk keeps because flipping back and forth like like we've talked about when it comes to the paranormal and this type of shit it, it almost seems like could it be your your mind fucking with you maybe but it almost seems like the more you look into the paranormal, the more something starts to stare back. What if this is the opposite case? What if something, because you had such a devout faith, something started staring back at you and you panicked or for whatever reason you ended up leaving the faith. I shouldn't say you panicked, but I mean, I fucking would have, but <laughs> by you leaving the faith, maybe you closed the door, right? Like Steve said, in a way you're free now that that section of your life is gone therefore you're kind of closing your mind off to those possibilities in a way it's like i said you're just closing the door and now you don't think about it's kind of like out of sight out of mind i guess i don't know but it'd be basically be reverse of what i believe is the more you look into something the more something starts to look back yeah, or <laughs> here we go. Or those specific uh, hooded beings that you talked about could have been in direct correlation with Mormonism itself. I wonder so that once, too. Once you close, I, I mean, I don't know the first thing about Mormonism, oh, no. so I'm not even going to claim to know anything about that. But if it was directly tied to it, once you cut those threads, they shut down with it. It's possible, absolutely. You know, the body handles. Uh, stress and anxiety in weird ways and it tries to tries to help you write it so if if it was your brain you know sh producing these entities to help you be like man i need to take a step back from my faith take a step back from all the time i'm putting into this take a step back and just kind of find yourself again well once you did that your brain's like all right we don't need these anymore see ya. right yeah i mean it totally makes sense 
either way, uh, I think your experience would not have been very fun. And then it's kind of, it's interesting that, you know, the hooded figures have left you, but you just, you saw the kid and that's not too long ago, which is kind of strange. Yeah. Those, those could be completely separate as well. For sure. That could have been a residual haunting or something, something, you know, I guess maybe not residual if it's peeking over the bed, but it's like, Hey dude, (laughs) yeah, just checking in on you. Make sure you're all right. Kid ghosts are weird. They are weird. Creepy. So anyway, thanks Tyler for uh, taking the time to kind of keep the correspondence going and answer some of the questions we had from your story from a while ago. Uh, we love it when you guys hit us back and fill us back in with some of the questions that we had and close some of the gaps in the stories and stuff. So thank you so much for doing that. Yeah, we appreciate it, man. Before I get into uh, today's episode, episode. It's time to uh, have a word from our sponsors. Yeah, the monster sponsor. They're not actually our sponsors, but they will be. Yeah, hear that? Kyle's is always better than mine. Dope. So yeah, monster. If you want to, if you want to send us some free shit, that'd be it's dope. time to get fucking weird. Yeah. All right. So, into the meat and potatoes of today's episode. So, I was creeping around on Reddit a couple weeks ago, which is Reddit's like the home of the weird and the creepy, and I came across this thread on r slash mystery. And it is a picture of a flyer that was, I'll just read the whole thing. It says, I've been knocking, or, or I've been door knocking around Keystone Bend in Cedar Park. I found this mysterious letter on an electrical box. I called the number and it was extremely chilling and disturbing. Anyone know what this is? So the flyer was taped on an electrical box in Keystone Bend in Cedar Park. I think that's around Austin, Texas. I kind of Google mapped it a little bit. That's the closest big city I can find. So, the flyer says, Strange. See something, say something. If you remember things differently from how it was, have ever been found repeating numbers or words? Have ever experienced deja vu or miracles? Know the existence of any greater entity? Have good, bad, or any luck of any kind? Hear voices that will never be real? Seen things that should not be? Have a distrust of mirrors? Or are drawn to caverns? Please contact us. And it leaves a number. How's that make you feel, Kyle? Not very good. No. Because I don't know, like, I have a distrust of mirrors? Like, why, why should I be distrustful of my mirror? I Now I'm curious, and now it's like, well, wait a minute. Now I'm going to be looking in the mirror going, hey, son of a bitch. I hope you fight your mirror when you wake uh, up in the morning. <laughs> you send me a picture you, of a busted-ass hand. <laughs> you plotting on me, boy? <laughs> there's only one person responsible for the fucking mess my life is and I'm looking right at him (laughs) so they leave a number and I kind of scrolled through the comments and such and people are like oh shit I called it this sucks I called it why'd I call it I hope that's exactly what he said (laughs) oh shit this sucks I'm so tempted to call it but I don't want to call it have you called it and it's just all this shit so I figure in the name of research Let's call it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Which is exactly why you guys saw that post the other night about me and Steve going to Walmart and getting burner phones. Fuck yeah. We're legit now. We're legit conspiracy hunters. So guess what? Strange poster. Fucking catch me if you can. Burner phone. That's right. Burner phone. Even though all of our information is literally on the fucking internet. Yeah. And this this phone's connected to my Wi-Fi. Yeah. So just track us down. Hey. 
We got a burner phone. You can't find us. No, I feel like who's your favorite rapper? Six nine. He probably has a burner phone. <laughs> I'm guaranteeing it. <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna do this for you guys, and um, this little flyer has led to a whole rabbit hole of other weird flyers with phone numbers that we're going to call and uh doing so uh we might have joined a cult by the end of this show it's whatever another thing uh this will actually be our first time listening to these recordings as well oh yes so Um, we have no idea what's on them no not at all so if it's porno noises we're gonna play it for you yeah and then laugh we know we know what's on two of them because other people have called them but this one this first one i have no idea what it's gonna i've be. never heard any of them never really read any of them i found transcripts of the first two but i'm gonna call them anyway because whatever yeah let's do it but this one in the name of research and in the name of our listeners we're gonna call this weird number taped to an electrical box outside of austin asking us if we don't trust mirrors or we like to hang out in caverns so here we go thank you for calling Earth industries your call is very valuable to us we apologize as we currently do not have any available agents at this time please leave a detailed description you are about to date and time of your witnessed event after the time our agents may try to contact you or select you Hi, I'm calling in regards to the uh, flyer that I've seen posted about. Um, If you could give me a call back at this number or a message, uh, I'd like to talk to you further about some of the shit that I've been experiencing. Thank you. So, neat. There you have that. That was fucking weird as shit. It was definitely fucking creepy. It sounded like... um, Batman. Batman trying to talk to us about weird stuff. But anyway, I left that message that you heard. Hopefully they, well, hopefully they don't call me back, but whatever. Anyway. The, hopefully they don't call you on your not burner phone. Yeah, call me on my real phone. Yeah. Because somebody definitely called it from their real phone on accident. That was me. <laughs> Dope. It wasn't working. Yeah. We were calling it from two of Steve's phones. Wasn't working at all, so I plug it in my phone. And it goes instantly through. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and we weren't recording, but that would have been classic yeah, and podcast. Then one was even creepier for Steve's. He called it. And, <laughs> and I got AT&T. Yeah, it started going through AT&T. And we were like, what the fuck? And then that voice like cut it off and started going to town. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, that's the flyer that I saw that kind of sparked my interest in this whole story. If it's a hoax... That sound for them to set up a number and have a voicemail. That takes a little bit of effort, like because we have our number and we didn't. We don't even have a voicemail; it's just automated. <clears throat> so I don't know. It sounded like they said the name of the company is Urgus. Urgus, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird, but it's definitely weird. I'm gonna fucking make up some shit about trying to fight a mirror or some shit when they call me back. Hopefully. Anyway, back to the story. From there, I started to research whether or not there were any more of these flyers out and about. Well, interestingly enough, I found some. It started out in 2015. Mysterious flyers began to pop up around Portland, Oregon. 
So that was five years ago, right? In April of 2015, mysterious flyers began to appear on bulletin boards, signs, and telephone poles around Portland, Oregon. The flyers seemed exceptionally ominous to those that decided to stop and read them. Here's a transcript of the flyer. It says, have you been having strange dreams? The Willamette Valley Dream Survey is an investigation into a recent spike in bizarre and unexplainable dreams. If you have been experiencing any unusual dream activity, you can help by reporting a summary. Please call said number with a description of your dream. So I guess we're already one deep. Kyle, you want to call another one? I mean, we might as well. Fuck it. I got a third one we're going to call too. I mean, we're already in it. Might as well be in it to win it. For sure. Before I call it, I will go on with uh, information about it. It said, what was described as the only information that was provided, it's cryptid, or it's cryptic. It doesn't tell you anything about who posted the flyers or why it's so vague. Why do they want to know our dreams? Um, And was there actually an increase in strange dreams? These were all questions I jotted down as I was listening to it. So, well, there's an email. If you uh, check out, people decided to start researching the Willamette Valley Dream Survey uh, from the information provided on the flyer because the flyers were just so strange. Um, basically, people want to know if you're going to share your personal dreams, people wanted to know who was listening to them. Google searches turned up nothing when searching the Willamette Valley Dream Survey. No one in the Portland area had any idea what the flyers were. Multiple news agencies picked up on the flyers, and one decided to actually trace the origin of the number and came up with a little bit of information, sort of. They discovered that the number had actually been affiliated with a German language immersion program based out of Oregon. When they contacted the school director of the program, they were told that they no longer used the number and were no way affiliated with the survey. Up to this point, there had not been any account of anyone actually calling the number in 2015, so people were not sure if there even was a dream survey, if it was a hoax, did the number even work? Well, someone finally got the gall and called it. Upon calling the number, you met with the recording of a robotics woman's voice stating, Thank you for calling the Willamette Valley Dream Survey. Please leave a detailed account of your dream after the tone. Transcripts or audio of your report may be duplicated in other media. Beep and then silence. So, guess what we're going to do, Kyle? Leave a dream? Hell yeah, I did have a fucking weird dream the other day. Fuck yeah, but before we go into that, and talk a little bit here. I mean, it, it almost sounds like some type of MK Ultra type experiment going on, and there's got to be a reason they're looking to record people's dreams. Yeah, like what... Like even if it's as I'm, simple as and I'm trying to think if does do people who live in the same communities have the same type of dreams, worries, desires, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Or are they running a fucking experiment to see what's going on? Or is it could it be linked to something else? I don't know. But those are questions that I have right out of the gate here. Yeah, and what what correlations do the dreams have to whatever they're trying to piece them together for you know what i mean right yeah exactly like if we were if we were doing a podcast and we were recording dreams that would be one thing you know yeah because because there's our goal the content of the podcast Yeah, exactly another thing i want to add to the first flyer the one from 2020 it said it was found in the austin area but the number when i called it rang up as my caller id it was uh 
somewhere in Tennessee. William. Yeah. Williamson. No, Madisonville, Tennessee. So why a company number in Tennessee would have flyers up in Austin? Another question. Yeah, and they obviously correlate with each other. You another know, another uh, weird ass thing is that when people started calling this and telling of a dream, they didn't hear anything back. There was no follow up, no text, no call. Your shit was recorded, and then that was it. So someone in the 2015 put up a substantial amount of work printing the flyers, creating the flyers, printing them off, posting them everywhere, and creating the number and the voicemail to record them all. So people are going through... A lot of effort. Yeah. They're jumping through hoops to make this work. So um, that kind of takes away from it being a possible hoax, you know? A little bit, if yeah. If it is a hoax, it's an elaborate one because right, exactly. people have put this much work into it. So apart from a few news stories and articles in the or, or on Oregon Live, the story really didn't take hold until it wound up on Reddit, of course. Well, before you go any deeper, like you know, as far as the hoax goes, like overall, I'd say the hoax failed because people stopped talking about it. Well, not only that, but how many people actually heard about it? Like, if you if you went through this much trouble to get one on somebody you would want that to be as publicized as possible yeah you'd want your whole town talking about it the whole city talking about it not just a couple joe schmoes on reddit or this that and the other yep. right you know what i mean yep so again uh redditor found it his name was marcus yallo he posted a photo of the original 2015 flyer bringing it to national res recognition if you check out the original Reddit post, you don't find any actual answers. You just find multiple people confirming in the comments that there have they have had a spike in odd dreams. Some saying they're the most odd dreams that they've ever had in their lives. Is that a coincidence? Probably not. Yeah. So I'm trying to think back to 2015, what was going on. You know, stress causes people to react in different ways, as we talked about earlier. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc was there's something going on in oregon that had people on edge that's i mean that's a valid fucking point right there you know and I can't remember. I mean, I'm obviously I not going to remember my dreams from 2015. I can't remember them from yesterday. So, um, despite its interest in 2015 and attention from the Reddit community, intrigue in the flyers began to subside, leaving more questions than answer answers. Many just gave up on the mystery. The number worked. People were having fucked up dreams, but that's it. That's all we had. So before I go in, 
to the next part we are going to call the Willamette Valley Dream Survey. Thank you for calling the Willamette Valley Dream Survey. Please leave a detailed account of your dream after the tone. Transcripts or audio from your report may be duplicated in other media. So the other evening, I was asleep on my couch, and I started feeling the entire couch start to shake violently. So much so that I thought there could have been an earthquake in my area. I live in Illinois, so that's not a really plausible explanation. But as the couch continued to shake violently, I rolled over. And instead of looking at the ceiling of my home, I was looking at the sky with the, with stars. And it was just the night sky. But then it started to uh, spin and swirl. And the faster it swirled, the more that the bed shook or the couch shook. And all of a sudden, I woke up back in my house on my couch. Not sure if that's in correlation with what you're looking for, but thank you and goodbye. All right. So weird that after five years, if this was a hoax, that the phone number still works. Yeah, because you'd think that. Like with with ours, it has a fee, you know, uh, attached to it. Yeah. You can't just have the number and then forever have it and keep retaining messages without actually paying something to keep it running. So it's fucking weird. And in, in a weird turn of events, as you just heard, I did have a weird dream the other night, and uh, clearly you heard me record it to uh, the Willamette, I guess I was pronouncing that wrong, dream survey. So... If what is said on Reddit is true, I will probably not hear anything back. So, as I said, that was kind of it for the Willamette Valley Dream Survey. It just kind of withered away into the annals of the internet. Enter our lovely year now, 2020. So, the Happy Valley Dream Survey. On April 30th, 2020, a post was made on Reddit. Titled, Saw This Strange Poster in Utah. Anyone know anything about this? Attached to the post was a picture of a flyer. On the flyer, it states, Have you been having strange dreams? The Happy Valley Dream Survey is an investigation of a recent spike in bizarre and unexplainable dreams. If you've been experiencing any unusual dream activity, you can help by reporting a summary. Please contact either Happy Valley Dream Survey at mail.com or enter number. So... Apparently they're back. Maybe. It is an odd coincidence that two online or via phone dream surveys pop up via weird flyers posted in some random town. And didn't these two both have Valley in the name? Yeah, Willamette Valley and Happy Valley. That's kind of weird. Weird. Um, right off the bat, it seems like in a connection between the two, as Kyle said, they yeah. sound the same. Um, we will try calling this one here in a second. Um, the only difference is that Willamette Valley is in Oregon and Happy Valley. These posters were being found in Utah. 
Um, I jotted down that Happy Valley is the nickname of the specific area in Utah where the flyers are being found, and Willamette Valley is the nickname of the specific area where the Oregon flyers were found. That's kind of weird. Yeah. So it's almost like someone knows the area. Yeah. Despite having multiple similarities and seemingly being attributed to the same group, the Flyers did have different telephone numbers attached to them, and the new Happy Valley Dream Survey had an email address attached to it. Like the Willamette Valley Survey, the Happy Valley Attached Survey had a working number. Um, A YouTuber by the name of Juan Regit decided to call the number and post the audio. The audio states, I'll just give you a little transcript here before we call it. Please leave a detailed description of your dream at the tone. Immediately after the robotic the robotic voice, though, feedback can be heard, almost indicating that someone on the other end of the line may be listening in. To those that called the number, they claim that almost immediately after calling, they received a text message thanking them for taking part in the survey. We're about to find out. Hell Yeah. Thank God we got this burner phone working. No shit. Thank God you didn't call the first one by your no phone. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would have been, that would have been a fuck up on my part. <laughs> um, but the, as Steve says, I would have had that chopstick, so. Yeah, it'd be fine. Um, the message that is received simply states, thank you for leaving a voicemail and participating in the Happy Valley Dream Survey. The text appeared to be automated considering how fast the text was received and the fact that almost everyone received the text, which goes to show how much work was put in to this second round of flyers. So this one would be, on a hoax level, way more fucking elaborate. Yeah, you would have to have an automated text back system. Yeah. Which I don't even know how to get one of those. Well, I'm I'm sure crazy smart computer people could probably, or hackers or whomever, could probably set it up relatively easy. We just don't know how to do that, and it seems a little bit more elaborate than what a normal hoaxer would probably go through. We're not computer hackers. No, we're not. Um, people that called the number also reported getting a call back, usually just ringing a couple times at odd uh, intervals throughout the night, it being usually late, preventing them from answering the phone. Again, like the Willamette Valley Flyer, there was no real conclusion to the Happy Valley Dream Survey. Interestingly enough, current state of the pandemic has been reported to increase vivid dreams throughout the world. I did read something a little bit about this. So the more, it's almost as if the more stress that's happening, the the weirder it makes your dreams, the more your right. body's trying to yeah. deal with it. This is leading some people to believe that this could be the work of scientists trying to record and link the pandemic to our current state of consciousness and how it is affecting us. Not infecting, affecting. Here's where it gets weird, though. Two Redditors that were leading the investigation were Redditors, one Regit, and another Redditor named Aliens Did 9LL. While other po- First off, Aliens Did 9-11. Uh, yes. While other posters added little tidbits, these two were the primary investigators of the case. The original On the original post, one Regit has stated that he was beginning to feel uneasy about everything and was beginning to get worried about what he was getting himself into. Kyle, you're fucked. I'm not that worried yet. Shortly thereafter, both of the users had been deleted completely from Reddit. Not just the post deleted, but their entire user account had been deleted, along with the original YouTube video one Regit had posted. Did these two stumble too far down the rabbit hole? Did they find something that they weren't supposed to find? Um, did they get scared and delete their accounts as some form of damage control? 
After their accounts disappeared, multiple users started asking where the Dream Study posters had gone. From people who were worried about the two posters or genuinely interested in the mystery, uh, these people that were inquiring about one regit and Aliens Did 9LL were met by threats from anonymous posters. Some threats were, Trust me about the Dream Studies. Don't look into it any further. One regit and Aliens Did 9LL deleted their accounts on purpose. Another said, This is not a marketing scam. It goes deeper than you think. This is not a marketing scam. Please don't make the same mistake I did. Um, as I was going through uh, more information, I got on YouTube and I started watching uh, YouTubers that had also kind of went down this rabbit hole. One of them that I watched was Nick Crowley. Got a lot of information from his channel and his episode, so hop on over there and check him out. He also called the numbers and texted the numbers. Eventually, he got a response from the Happy Valley. He said, who runs this? They responded in a text message said, saying, Happy Valley Dream Survey. He asked, what is this for? They responded, I'm sorry, my responses are limited. You must ask the right questions. He asked, are you a real person? No response. He asked, what is the right question? Later that evening, two consecutive texts arrived. One said, that is the right question. And then the phrase nine go five jit came up. So that sounds like a complete gibberish. Yeah. But one second here before we get too far. When you were talking about um, people looking into it and then getting threats. Yeah. The uh, last phrase you read kind of irks me a little bit because it, prior to that you were explaining how uh, aliens did 9-11 and the other dude deleted yeah. their accounts, blah, 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 blah. But then at the end of your little thing here, it says, please don't make the same mistake I, I did. did. It's almost like one of these guys or somebody who has, has also gone down the rabbit hole is low-key monitoring anybody looking into this yep. to be like, hey, don't, don't fucking do this. Don't, don't do this to yourselves. Stop now while you're ahead. So it's just kind of, it's one of them like little ominous onsets to what could be to come. Yeah. And Nick wasn't the only one to get a response. Um, there were some other Redditors that did so too. And they came to find out that different questions seem to trigger responses. That's weird. So from there back to nine, go five jit. They did some looking into the language and some translations and upon his research, he discovered that it translates into the 5th of September. This opens up a whole new rabbit hole that we will get into after Dope. we call the Happy Valley Dream Survey. Please leave a detailed description of your dream at the tone. Hi, I'm calling in regards to the flyers for the Happy Valley Dream Survey. Recently, I've had a dream where I walk out my front door and I see a plane fall out of the sky into the field in front of my house. Um, after the plane hits the ground, I go out to the wreckage to try to look and help any survivors. When I get there, I realize that there are no humans on board the plane. It's just wreckage and luggage. I stand there and I wonder where the humans went and then I just kind of wake up 
um, trying to understand what's going on with this and um, any help would be appreciated. Thank you. So that's the Happy Valley Dream Survey recording. Um, Upon doing that just a few seconds ago, we immediately got a text message stating, thank you for leaving a voicemail and participating in the Happy Valley Dream Survey. As of right now, I have not responded, but I'm going to. And we will post these to our social media accounts. So Steve can screenshot the yeah, messages between us and them, and then we'll post them all on social media. So what should I say, Kyle? What does it say again? Like, thanks for... Thank you for leaving a voicemail and participating in the Happy Valley Dream Survey. I'm going to ask if they can help explain the dreams I've been having. There you go. I was going to say that, or why are you curious about collecting my dreams? One or the other. I'll say, why are you collecting dreams? That sounds so creepy when you say it like that. We are creepy, Send. While we're sitting here waiting for a response, since my service is dog shit, I will continue on with my case here. So where I left off before I called them was nine go five shit. Upon uh, doing some research and some translation, it translated to the ninth or the fifth of September. As I said before, that opens a whole new rabbit hole. On November 4th, 2019, a subreddit was created named 5 September 2020. According to the subreddit, the group is described as a community devoted to surviving the 5th of September 2020. Join us, read the rules, share your discoveries, your survival strategies, and wedding plans. The subreddit has the following rules. We survive together. Be kind to others. Cruelty, hoarding, and other selfish acts will not be tolerated. No memes or disinformation of any kind. The truth will will protect us. Our lives could depend on it. Three, protect resources. Do not repeat posts or flood the subs with posts. Four, selfish acts will not be tolerated. Uh, Do not demand information without first sharing a theory, a clue, important strategy, idea, pointer, or information. The first infraction will be locked. The next will be deleted. Five, stay safe. The thread was created by a user named September 5 Survivor. Initially, he bounced from thread to thread, attempting to warn everyone of the upcoming events of September 5th, 2020, and trying to help everyone to stay safe. This was before the thread was ever created. He was all over Reddit, posting about people preparing for September 5th, 2020. This is a reoccurring theme. Within these threads, along with the number 24, dreams, and other odd characters. Just before uh, the September 5th, 2020 thread was created, Survivor posted on an advice thread asking for help with a dream he had just had. His dream was that or his dream was that of his own wedding on September 5th. No year was mentioned. This was the first time that some of these reoccurring characters are mentioned, one being a man engulfed in blue flames an elderly onlooker in purple, and a ring bearer in orange. So, Survivor had a dream that he was getting married, which kind of goes in with the theme of weddings and shit. Right. They said that the ceremony was held by a man that was covered in blue flames. 
the ring bearer was a orange kid and there was someone in purple looking on. Not long after this initial post, Survivor posted in a poetry subreddit with this short poem. Roses are red. The man in flames is blue. I'm lost in a hallway. What should I do? As the day gets closer, I can't help but fear. Will I find my safe place before September of next year? Again, another Man in Blue Flames reference, as well as worry and anxiety of the upcoming September 5th date. Theme continues, as well as the repetition of the number 24, continues on and on until this post pops up in the thread. Survivor claims that he was contacted by a member of the organization that will be responsible for the events of 9-5. He claims that 2020 is a mistake and that the true date is 2024, hence signifying the repetition of the number 24. So now we have two different dates. We don't know if it's going to happen September 20th or September 5th, 2020 or the 24th. After this, the survivor goes on to post more in different threads and continue to try to warn people. He keeps on spreading the word until he talks of another dream. He says, and I quote, I had another dream. I saw the boy in orange and I followed him. He led into a green hallway and I was trapped. I couldn't find my way out. The man in purple was there as well. He told me that I had not warned enough people. It was the 5th of September and I was trapped in the hallway and I couldn't find my safe place. I think this dream was a warning, a warning that I've not, or a warning that I've become careless, a warning that I had stopped spreading the word and I wasn't warning enough people. We must spread the word and people need to be aware of the events of September 5th, 2020. So is it like just another internet cult, I guess you would say, an internet end of times cult, you know, like Y2K or 2012 Mayan prophecies? Yeah. Or is it something more specific, I guess? Well, to punch a hole in a little bit, um, in this last post that he made, he goes on to talk about the the people in colors and stuff. Yeah. He got one wrong. He said the man in purple was there. There was no man in purple in the previous one. It was a woman in purple. Did I? I that could have been me. I may have oh, okay. jotted that down wrong. Right on. And uh, just said an elderly onlooker in purple. Oh, okay. I thought I said elderly woman. Yeah, I that was my bad. That. But good catch though. Um, did also. It is ironic though that he is constantly talking about dreams, and then you know, in links with these surveys about dreams. So it would naturally suggest that these two at least have some sort of correlation. Whether this dude put together these surveys or or he's a byproduct of the surveys seems like they kind of go hand in hand yeah it's weird that they're both right on par with the dream thing and that from the the surveys he got the the phrase which led him to the cult it's very strange it is very fucking weird um as of right now the 5th of september reddit or subreddit has 15,500 users. So it is gaming, gaining steam and it is not just the survivor that's posting there. There are more people that have gone and talked about strange dreams that they're having. There are people that some of them are easy, definitely trolls. You read the shit that they post and you know that they've seen this and they just decided to hop on the coattails and try to, kind of muddy the waters i don't know if that was their original intention but it kind of takes away from any validity that people have going on with this if this is a real a real 
deal account. If there is somebody that thinks the world's going to fucking end on the 5th, um, I don't know. You can just go there and check it out. The survivor stated that he got a message from someone claiming to be a part of the organization that is supposedly responsible for these events. The message states, uh, at 11.50 p.m. GMT time, I don't know, General Mountain time, I guess, the over, or, yeah, at 11.50 p.m. GMT, September 5th, 2020, the overall luck of the population decreases. Not sure if that means the evening of the 5th or 10 minutes before the 5th, because it just said at 11.50. of the Earth's population will disappear. The Earth moves slightly closer to the sun. After that, many electrical devices will start to cease working. The 6th realm, which is considered a dream dimension where prophecies can be seen, will begin to open up. That sounds horrifying. Yeah. Because I know that I've had some pretty fucked up dreams, and I am not trying to have those come in to reality. Yeah, that's not going to be a good time. Not at all. And, like, it states about the overall luck of the population decreasing. It's been a pretty shitty year. It has been a so shitty far year. For and everybody. We, you know, we briefly talked about this, and that's just a weird thing to point out. Like, you, you talk about luck, and you don't ever think about it, but, you, you know, I can think throughout this year as how shitty my luck has actually been. You know, getting T-boned, getting hurt twice at work, uh, just you name it, and a lot of a lot of just not absolutely utterly horrible stuff, but just constant shit, really, you know, <laughs> just enough to fucking ignore, annoy you. And you don't, I mean, as far as luck goes, you don't really pay attention to it per se, because people don't know if luck really exists. They don't put yeah. a lot of correlation into it being a part of your everyday life until things start going really, really fucking good or really, really shitty. Yeah, that's Then that's people true. start to talk about luck. Right, absolutely. Um, some other... Yeah, I don't know about this sixth realm. That sounds terrible. Fuck yeah. Um, and then 1% of the population just going poof. Yeah. Uh, if you search September 5th, 2020, you can find a YouTube channel by that name. There's just an odd country music song playing, and it has a message going across the screen saying, September 5th, 2020 matters. That's weird. Yeah, the weird thing is, is the channel or the video was posted and created on November 9th, 2016. Four years ago. That's fucking even weirder. Yeah, so even before these last round of flyers started, that video was posted. So, meaning, if it is all connected, only the Willamette valley dream survey would have been out and in everyone's information would have been known to the world so as far as hoaxes go this would have to be a massive undertaking yeah years in the making another weird thing that i found was there was also another reddit a subreddit called april 30th 2015 which sounds exactly like september 5th 2020 which talks about the end of the world Interestingly enough, it's almost the exact same date that the first Willamette Valley flyers were found in 2015. That's fucking weird. Synchronicities, dog. I'm telling you. So, 
I don't have any answers to this. I don't even begin to claim to know what the fuck is going on. I just wanted to share this with you all. I wanted to make the phone calls so everyone could hear it, turn my dreams in, see where it goes. Um, is it a some kind of fucking weird marketing scheme for something? Is it a promotion for a movie? Is it is it an, an alternative reality game where you're trying to figure out all this before the world's in? We don't know. Is the world really going to end? Fuck, we don't know. Yeah. Which, saying that, our release schedule would put this releasing Monday, Monday, which is not the 5th. It would be the 7th. So we're going to go ahead and release this on Thursday or Friday of this week. You guys won't know that yet because you haven't listened to it. We ain't time travelers. You haven't listened to it, but... We are going to release it before the 5th, because if the world ends, then you guys won't get to know about it. So if we release it early and you listen to it, then you will get to know about it and worry about it for at least 24 hours. You are welcome. Sweet. So, yeah, I don't don't know. It's fucking weird. It makes me wonder how many other of these flyers were put out in small little towns that were never seen that may have blown off with the wind that people have just found and threw the fuck away. Yeah. I could easily see people being like, what the fuck is this dumb shit? Yep. And then just walking away from it and not paying it no mind. But it's just weird to me that like I could fully understand a full on dream study. Like I, I don't see being opposed to that thought or that taking that undertaking the weird part is is how ominous this is all set up. Yeah, it's, it's set so up on random flyers. Cryptic, you know? Then you call and it just like the only one that gave really much detail was the first one that we called, which is the last one of the order. Right. And we then went all kinds of out of order. Yeah, and then the last one that we did was probably the the most non-descriptive of any of them is basically just like, "Hey, leave your dream, thanks. Bye." Yeah. And Obviously, they're collecting dreams, and it just seems, it's just weird how they went about it. Yeah, you know, it's, it's so cryptic. You, they could have just put out an ad. You know, we're doing a dream survey. Yeah. We're doing a dream study. You know, put it in a newspaper. Put it on, run a Facebook ad. You would have got a ton of people to participate, you know? Yeah. And the first one we called wasn't even about dreams. This is even fucking weirder. Yeah, I don't even know if they're tied together. They might not be. Because that's the latest one that they just found two, not even two weeks ago. That's what started me down this rabbit hole was the very, very first one. Right. Talking about not trusting the mirrors and living in caves and do you have deja vu and shit. And then as you look into that, it's just more and more of these weird flyers, which leads to the Doomsday Cult, which leads to September 5th, 2020, which is Saturday. Holy shit. Talk about stumbling onto something last fucking minute. Yeah, too bad I didn't. St- <laughs> too bad I didn't check that out in 2015 and could have prepared and done no some shit. cool shit with my life. That's no doubt. I don't know. The whole thing is just strange. It's fascinating. It's fun. Hopefully, we get a plethora of text messages back from well, these crazy ass <laughs> numbers. Hopefully, Kyle called it with his own phone. I did. did. I did. It's not a burner phone, and he didn't block his number. <laughs> yeah, I fucking did that. But I did that on the Batman one, so. <laughs> He did, I mean, it, he did it on the most creepy one. I mean, it's no, fine. no, I didn't. Wait. I hope he does call you back. What if Batman sent you a dick pic? I'd probably laugh. That'd be pretty. I'd be like, ah, <laughs> good job. Got me. Weird. 
Alright, so I guess we're going to wrap that up because we don't know where to go from here. So check us out at all our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. Come over and hang out with us. Until next time, this might be the last time you hear from us if the world ends on the 5th. And if it does, we love you guys. You've all been dope. No doubt. Crack crack open them monsters and just stay fucking weird for the last days. Yep. If it doesn't, we'll see you Monday, the 7th. Yeah. Yee. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now, but I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR.